0: ADB, peyamid Beis, it, we're going to start from the two dots in the bottom, seven lines from the bottom, and we're going over the, uh, there's a mitzvah of yichud, or not to be misyachid, uh, with women that are forbidden with us, because uh, when somebody's alone with a woman, secluded, um, then they could be tempted to sin. And if a person is not alone with them, that takes the, uh, that makes it much more difficult uh, to... Uh, Uh, get to the circumstances where one may sin. Now, some people might think, well, why would they sin if they're not tempted to sin? And that means, meaning that uh, they don't plan on doing anything wrong. They're a religious person. Why would they ever? And so one of the things that we're going to see from our Gemara, the Gemara almost goes out of the way to show that everybody has a Yetzirah, that people are motivated by things that they don't imagine ahead of time. Uh, And, uh, there is a, uh, uh, when it comes to women's things, there is a Yetzirah that uh, people don't necessarily expect it. Um, I didn't know that that was going to happen, uh, but uh, that's one of the reasons that we avoid that by doing Yichud. So the question always are, what is, the, what are the requirements? So uh, one of the things that we learned is about a chaperone. If you're with a chaperone, uh, the chaperone will make sure that you are not going to sin because you're not going to sit in front of somebody. They're going to see. So uh, the question is, how many chaperones do you need? So we said that you can have, with, uh, if you have two women, the woman isn't a great chaperone because you'll just seduce the two of them. Or maybe one of them will stick up for the other one. But uh, with a man, uh, that's normally enough uh, uh, to have a chaperone. Um, uh, one at least two men, so uh, the Gemara says. You know, when we talk about having a chaperone, we're talking about people of of good uh, standing. But if you're talking about people that break the fences, that break the rules, you can have ten chaperones. It's not going to do the trick. Hello. and the Gemara brings this story. Mice of There once were ten, a whole minion of people. Uh, they took a woman out um, on a coffin. Uh, they pretended like she was dead. And um, uh, they took her to the cemetery to fool around with her. Now, these ten people, you'd like to think that each one of them would be afraid that the other one is watching. And uh they'll make sure that nothing uh wrong happens, uh, but when they are all uh into breaking the rules, uh then it's not gonna help. Rashi, Vahotiya Sora, Noshimamita, Bakeskash everybody thought she was dead, but kolimo, And they actually just took her out to fool around with her. And uh, what makes it worse is she was a married woman. You know, like the uh but uh, even though there were 10, uh, the, since the kind of people that were there were not the ones that would protest to such behavior, so having more people is useless. Om Rav Yosef he says, just having more people isn't going to stop people from sinning. He says, the mechabri be'esor v'ganvi Shura. And those days, they didn't have bulldozers. If you wanted to steal a beam, you had to move it by hand. And so it took 10 people to move a beam. And yet beams were stolen. So that meant that you had, uh, you had to have a lot of people there. Uh, now, wouldn't they be ashamed that other people saw them stealing? Like, the, the question here is, Hashem gave us shame, uh, gave us this quality that we're embarrassed to sin. And that prevents us from sin. And you would think that some of them, by having other people there, would be ashamed. And yet still, they're all robbers. Uh, it doesn't help. Name of a, Yeah.
1: On the Rashi that you said? Yeah. I was wondering why Rashi, <coughs> I was wondering why
0: Rashi has to add the Ashes Ishais. does it
1: really matter if she's
0: married or not. Even uh, if she's not married. Um, well, so that's a good point. So, first of all, in the laws of Yichud, there is a difference, meaning that if the woman, Ramosha has an interesting tuba, somebody wanted to rent an apartment from a widow, and it wasn't a real apartment, it was inside a house. And so it meant being alone with this widow. Uh, But she wasn't married. And so the question was, if she had been observant, then she probably wasn't a nida either, meaning that she had probably gone to the mikveh before she, whereas if she wasn't observant, she would be a nida. And if she was a nida, then there would be yichud because you're with a woman who's forbidden. Whereas in theory, if a person was with a woman who should they want to, they could get married to. Uh, then the, the Isra of Yechud wouldn't be the same. So over here, the fact that they were they were dealing with a married woman means for sure there would have been an Isra of of uh, they should have been more embarrassed to sin here than in the regular case. Uh, but it is interesting uh, what is. W- what does it add to the narrative is really the question. But I'm, I'm just pointing out there's a big difference in you Yechud when you're dealing with a married woman or a single woman or a, a woman who's a, a, a nida, not a nida, other, other types of things. But, uh, okay. Name a Messiah. Let's bring a proof. Moser Loshnei Tamir Chachamim. By a sota, um, uh, she goes alone with her husband to travel to uh, to Yerushalayim to uh, drink the waters. And uh, sometimes that was quite a journey. And uh, the husband normally would be alone with the wife when they were traveling, so they give two chaperones. Why? Shema yavola bederech. And because we don't want the husband, uh, the husband might uh, give in. He knows that he's not supposed to be alone with her because she's, She became a sota. She became forbidden to him until he clarified whether she had committed adultery or not. But maybe he'll be tempted. He'll be alone with her, and uh, um, uh, maybe he'd be tempted to do that. Now, by the way, if she wants to sabotage him, and if she really was guilty of adultery, all she has to do is seduce him, who's her husband, and uh, then the waters won't work because he's not supposed to be alone with her, and if he's alone with her, she'll manage to uh, work it out that she won't blow up because he, he'll be guilty. So maybe she'll even be tempted to... Uh, and and she's, his, she's his husband. So they would give them two Tamita Kokamim to take along on the trip. Now, why does it specifically have to be scholars? The answer is because uh, they would not allow uh, improper behavior. In Chidiyama, but you get an average person... And they say, husband or wife, it's not my business. They, they, they may not, uh, it wouldn't do the trick. So you see clearly that chaperones for Yichud must be learned people, must be, you know, good people. So Morris said, it's not actually a good proof. Why? Shadi Tamil Yoda las The answer is. That the average person might not even think it's anything wrong. It's husband and wife, so you really need somebody that knows the halachas to explain to that person that really you shouldn't do this and it's why it's wrong. And uh, um, you need Tamir HaChemim who at least learned sota for this. Okay, I'm Rabbi Rav Ravloshna, Biir new halacha as we turn to today's page eighty one A at the top. These halachas that uh, an added uh, two men are a good chaperone. That's only in the city. Uh, uh, but if you're at on the roads or you're in the middle of nowhere, you have to have at least three. Why? Shema, everybody needs to go to the bathroom. And so if you have two and one goes to the bathroom and the bathroom is not close by. In those days, if you were on a, you had to find a, a spot that people couldn't see you, <laughs> you know. You had a, you know. Even today, it's gotten. It used to be, it was more acceptable to pull over on a highway. Today, you could get in trouble for that. That's uh, so um, uh, you have to find a very quiet place to do your uh, person's uh, needs. And so, meanwhile, the other guy's going to be alone with the woman, and so sh- there will be yichud. So uh, that's v'nimse echa misyachim so uh, that's the, this halacha, again, is that she's, she, you always need to have a chaperone, but chaperones need to go to the bathroom, so that would be, make sense that you would need an extra chaperone, uh, so that there will always be at least one there, there always be at least two men. Name Messiah? Richard, yeah. When we, when we normally think about Yichu, we normally think about being in an enclosed room with a door closed. So if they're on the road somewhere, the person's going to the bathroom, these other two people are outside. So, uh, you know, if, if, if
1: the guy's looking for privacy, that means it's probably likely that they're going to a place where there are people going back and forth. So, how how is that youthhood if it's just two of them outside?
0: So, I think you'd be correct if they would be on the, you know, on a big public road that the other one could go to the bathroom, because then then there are a whole bunch of chaperones, but they also had places that were in the middle of nowhere where they, there was nobody to be seen. You know, quiet road, you know, quiet path somewhere. And so, if one of them goes to the bathroom, she'd be totally alone with him um, no, but the, you, you, I, I, you're absolutely correct, if it were a public kind of place where you see people, um, Ramosha even has a question about taking a taxi on a quiet road you know that's. Uh, Interesting. It's pretty quiet. It's pretty quiet. Right. That's right. And so uh, then there's, there's little chance that somebody will interrupt if something is happening. So let's bring a proof to this. Uh, they, bring, they have to have at least two scholars. Uh, they're over there, there's two. So it's two, and together with the husband. So why do you have to have a total of three people with a woman because um, one of them may need the bathroom, at least you'll have two. So you see, in general, you need uh, uh, a total of two chaperones besides the husband. So the Morris said there it's not really a good proof. You need two so you could have uh, witnesses. Uh, see, the husband may want her to drink because he's still suspicious about her, but this way you'll have two witnesses to testify uh, that uh, they shouldn't erase the waters, as Rashi says three lines from the tap adi imyavo la what do you have relations they'll testify in based in wait don't give them the drink yimko magilla don't let them erase it because they would testify that it's not alcohol for now we get some stories um, these stories if we had more time each one is a gadita story which means there are a lot of hidden secrets here and they are meant to be understood on a different level. I, to be honest, I haven't had much time myself to look into them, uh, but uh, the, you pull out what you can. Rav Rav Yosef I'm sorry, thank you. Rav Rev. Yehuda, they were going on the way. And by the way, going on the way doesn't always just mean traveling, because traveling is obvious. Sometimes it means other things. It means that they were uh, trying a certain approach. Ha'vika Azahu Kame. And a woman uh, came in front of them. A woman was walking along, and they uh, were, um, it looked like they would be alone, uh, the two of them, in this very, and we said that you're supposed to have at least three, because one's in the bathroom, and they were, they would be alone in this uh, out in nature with one woman. So, Omer Rab Rav the Rev Yehuda, Rav said to Rev Yehuda, Dale karecha, let's pick up your pace, Mikami Gehenim in front of Gehenim. Uh, meaning that uh, if they wouldn't pick up their pace and they would be alone with the woman and they would violate yichud, that's uh, sinning against Hashem is Gehenim. That's where they're going to end up. marhu da omer shaper What's the big deal? We're chaperones for each other. Uh, we're, if, if the two of us, uh, what, what are we afraid of that uh, to be alone with this woman? <laughs> He said, when it said that you have to have a proper chaperone, that they have to be 100% kosher, how do you know we're kosher enough? Kigon de anava'at. Maybe we don't pass the test. Maybe, maybe we're not supposed to think of ourselves as being, uh, um, uh, we always have to worry that maybe uh, we're not strong enough. <clears throat> so he says, well, we're, we're rabbis. If we're not good chaperones, who is good enough? He says, well, Rebbe Haninah bar Papa, they would be good chaperones. We are just, uh, we don't hold a torch to them. Um, I have to see what the, actually, quotes the Gemara. Um, oh, it says that we had it. mem. Okay. Omar Ra, Malkanah Yichud. What happens if a person ignores these rules uh, and is alone with women? So we can give him rabbinic lashes. To, he shouldn't do that. The ain, and and she'll get lashes too, by the way, the two of them. But we will not forbid a woman to her husband just because she's alone with him. We won't break up a family. This uh, the um, this that you give whip the daylights out of somebody is if he's alone with a single woman. But if he's alone with a married woman. Uh, low. Then we won't whip the daylights out of them because then people will say, or her, because then people will say that they would only whip them if they really did it. They must have known that they, uh, uh, and I'm sure the two of them both said that uh, this was all innocent, uh, that nothing happened. So, but we don't want to be motzi al albaneha. It's not fair to uh, people are going to say that her, the rest of her kids are not her kids. She's a woman who likes to fool around. You see that she got a whooping because she, uh, obviously she does that bad behavior. Rashi They must have seen that the, this mother fooled around. That's why they whipped her. And so the question is, if she fooled around, why didn't they uh, this, uh, kill her for adultery? So the, the answer is, today we don't have uh, based into, to punish her for adultery, so we do the next best thing we whip the daylights out of. But uh, uh, but they're going to say, but they won't realize that she just did the rabbinic sin of being alone with someone. Yes? What did it mean earlier, Dao karecha, or whatever? Pick up to your speed. There's a Rashi on that. Uh, pick up. Dao means pick up, karecha is your feet. Rashi said, maher leleches, hurry up and go, she knocked her, that we should go in front of her. Okay. Get, let's get ahead. Quick, let's get ahead. Right. Um, the, um, sometimes you find a different chazal that, that if you walk behind women that you're like exposed to being behind them and you're, not, you're supposed to avoid that situation because of the sneas aspect. But that doesn't seem to be over here. It just seems to be not to be left alone in a secluded place with her. Marzutra Malki. He used to do that, he used to give lashes, uh, even to a married woman who was alone with other men, even if there was no evidence that she committed adultery, but he would announce it's not because she committed adultery, it's just because she, she ignored the Eser of Yichud. That's a good idea. Uh, in other words, the only reason, you know, really, it's like, it's not fair, all these single girls are getting uh, whipped and the married ones are getting off because uh, uh, we don't want to mess up their family. But uh, why don't you just do this great idea and whip the married ones and just announce that, uh, uh, that uh, it's not because they did any adultery, it's just because they were alone. bahai, bahai. You know, people might he- will hear that they got whipped and they won't know that it was, they won't know the announcement. Not everybody hears both. Announcements are are of of limited value. Yes. (laughs) It's
1: interesting. We talk about giving malkus to the women. What about the men?
0: Yeah, the men too. Um, Well, I guess the men. uh, I you wouldn't. It wouldn't create mamzerim on the kids. In other words, let's say there's a man that's uh, uh, a married man. You would beat the daylights out of him because it's not going to. uh, It's not. People aren't going to say his kids aren't his kids. In fact, they'll say, no, he likes to do everybody. He's just a busy, he's a person that has an appetite. You know, it's not going to mean that his kids aren't his kids. But if a married woman uh, commits adultery, then they're all bets are off as to who the father of her children are. And that's my understanding of what's going on. Okay, uh, but, uh, but, yeah, the, um, he would, uh, men would also get, uh, uh but I don't believe they, they, if if them there'd be this difference. Um, Amr Rav, Malkana Lotova. Rav said, not only do you give lashes for somebody who ignores this rule of Yichud, you can also give lashes on uh, that uh, somebody you hear not good things about. Oh now it's interesting over here, it's a it's a nice way of saying when you hear somebody, you, you hear things that are not good. You like to hear good things, you hear Shmua Lotova, Shenamra Albany. He says, "No, my sons, ki lo tova The rumors that I'm hearing are not good. So uh, you could e- doesn't even have to be yichud, even on rumors. Let's see Rashi. Rashi doesn't help over here. He says, "Al lo tova, mishe yotze kol shahu over averus." There's rumors that this person is doing sins. We don't know what kind. Malkanoso de lo tova hashmuah. Lavu deksev over there, by the sons of A, the Albani, la- uh, lav yesh khan al So uh So, we don't know, it doesn't go into what kind of sins, but if you hear consistent rumors...
1: Uh, Hara, and we're not to believe it, right?
0: Uh, we're allowed to be cautious.
1: Okay, but then we're talking about actually taking action on it.
0: Um,
1: like punishment for something that is a rumor.
0: That's a good point. That's a good point. There's a concept, though, where there's smoke, there's fire, um, meaning that if, the, if you keep on hearing multiple rumors, there must be whatever's driving it, means this person is, um, is definitely uh, going. Yeah, I guess your question is isn't all rumors hearsay, which is Lush and Hara? So, how can the, the even though you're supposed to be cautious, this seems to be extreme to whip based on the rumors. That's what it's really what you're asking. Okay, I right hear. Um, uh, marzutra uh a al marzutra, when he gave them the whipping lashing uh he would take an animal halter and uh, put it on his shoulder uh to lash him. I wonder if it means because he was acting like an animal or he some people say he hit him with the with the uh the halter i don't i don't know why that would be a good whip or something it's uh, I'm not even sure what a halter is I think I saw that's what the article calls it is a, is a halter. What's a halter? Anybody know? Uh, yeah, it's it's like
1: uh, a a bridle. It's uh, something that fits over uh, an animal's face and mouth.
0: Would it make a good whip? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, it's leather and it's got some metal in it, but uh,
1: no, it's you know it's it's what the reins are attached to, so that you can steer an animal.
0: I see, but for some reason it throws that in that he took that along uh, for the whipping party. Okay, umikrile. <laughs> okay. It's, I think you're right. I mean, it's, they're behaving like an animal, and they, um, you know, they, they, what they don't have on them is a yoke. They don't have the all-mouth or shumayam on them. I see. Okay. Does that,
1: does that make the whipping better for the person? Because there's something between
0: them and the... Uh, well, was it on the person, or was it on... was the was it On
1: their shoulders. On the
0: on the person who got the whipping?
1: Or may just be the, the subject still seems like if you're being whipped and you've got a piece of leather on your back, mm-hmm. that protects so from uh I see. I mean, I don't know
0: that's, that's uh-huh. going his intent. But oh, okay. Like, yeah, again, I don't, uh, did, not, not many details here. But, by the way, we have another detail that's important, which is while the whipping takes place, you read him the psukim uh, about misbehaving. Albani, not my... Omar Rava. Let's get back to Yichud if the husband's in town ain't question you don't got to worry about being alone with the woman because the whole idea is you need a chaperone because people may be tempted to do something improper when there, there's a the spouse is in town uh, they could easily uh, come at any moment and um, the other side is afraid of uh, they the uh, they don't wouldn't take that kind of chance when their husbands around as rashi said um, Um, He says you don't even need to whip. She's afraid that her husband may turn up. Uh, If they did it in a place which was open to the public, because they would have been caught, and people normally wouldn't do it in in a door that opens to the public. Rabbibi, Rabbi came Iklibay Rab Yosef. He came to Reb Yosef's house, both busted a korak rifta. After they broke the bread, and they were getting ready for bed, Omalahui um, said to them, Shoko uh, dargum Bibi. He said, Rab Yosef was there with his wife, and Rabbi was single, uh, or was alone, and uh, they invited Rabbi for a meal, and then he went to bed in the second floor, and they said, well, you better remove the ladder so this way he can't come downstairs and be alone with my wife. So, because uh, he was going to be going to shul or this and that, and so he, he pulled the ladder away so this way he physically could not be Yakin with his wife. Why are we worried? He could come home from shul anytime and catch him with his wife. Mishubiukit, uh, it shouldn't be a problem. So the Gemara answers: Shadi Rabibi de It's true. normally, that would be enough if the husband could catch them. But if we happen to know that the wife and the man are good friends, uh, then uh, we don't take any chances. In this particular case, uh, Rabibi was very friendly with the wife. Shushbina Balibris. <laughs> they were Sometimes people are connected to other people's wives. They're from the same city. they, they go back. They knew each other, whatever, and so then the rules are stricter because um uh they uh, their the chance for the Yeza could be
1: stronger
0: yeah again I, I, they they went to school together, they're from the same city, somebody
1: right so uh, I, I,
0: I, so Balasbris sounds like she made a deal with him. she was she was she she had a covenant with him, <laughs> right? That's so I, 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 I hear you. I, the wording does sound like that I, I didn't actually learn that that I understood just that they were friendly with each other but Balasbris usually means like they uh they they uh, they were studies or something or Balasbris they were like you know whatever that means okay Omar of Kana anashim v'bechutz what about if you have, uh, there's a group of men the, uh, on the outside and the women are on the, on the inside. Uh, there, there are two apartments. So, basically, there's a groups outside and groups inside. But if the men are on the inside and the women are on the outside, then we're afraid, because a man will go out alone and then he'll have access to the women. We learned the other way around. There seems to be concerns both ways. We should be careful both ways, and uh, not rely on such a setup. Uh, the question is whether it would be common for either the men has to go through the women's section or the women have to go through the men's section. Abaye Dar gupi Abaye who gave big public lectures, he used gopis. He put up jugs in between the men and the women. In other words, to keep them from fraternizing. Rava Dairkana, he used to have reeds. It's the concept of having a mechitza. Now, our concept of mechitza is in order to say something of holiness, but uh, to say davening. You know, but if you're not davening, you're not required to have a mechitza. On the other hand, if the kind of the men and women could be together and it could lead to improper behavior, it's, uh, it, you see from the sages that they had separate, they put in something in between the men and the women. Armor <coughs> oven, sach de shaita oven was. This is Rev Oven. This was a great rabbi. He said, the worst time of the year for immoral behavior is ragla, is the festivals. Tosus. the the and last one appears. the weak point of the year for Yichud and Avera. The weak point of the year where heki-peki takes place uh, is when people are off work and they're dressed up in nice clothing and they're eating and drinking. Klumer yamosa kavutas nashim and apparently people get together uh, on the Yom Tovim. There's big groups of men and women. He says, they, what does everybody do on the Shmoy HaDrosha? Boy, they're very pious. They all come to hear the Drosha. But Venos and Ayin They look at each other. Um, women have this thing about, you know, what are they, what, what they going to wear when they go to shul? Why? Because they know that people see them. They, they look. We just finished that. Bahab. The custom of Bahab was to fast after the holidays because, uh, first of all, during the rest of the year, people had to work. And when they're working, it's, it was less, less opportunity. Here, everybody's off, they're, they're, they're dressed up, they're around, they have access, and that was the worst time of the year for this kind of behavior uh, to take place. And so, therefore, um, that was what he commented about. Okay.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. I guess so. It's interesting that Tosa says they're coming to the drusha, you've got to worry about the. I would have said the men and women who aren't in the drusha are the ones you've got to worry about, but he says you, you have gatherings where peop- normally people would be home alone, the, girl, the women with the women folk, but then when they come to these big public gatherings, that's where you've got to worry. Hanuk Shmiseh the, the story, there was captive maidens, uh, w- uh, women that were captive, the Asala Nardoi, uh, that uh, were brought to Nardoi, Basically, they they paid they raised funds to redeem them, and uh, uh, before they could be released or brought home, they were they needed a place to stay. So they brought them to the rabbi's house. Askinu lebei, Rev Amram Chasida. They brought them to Rev Amram Chasida's house to stay the night right after they were redeemed. Um, uh, Rashi says. Askenu Shasiva Lei Lutosim, and Naso Beilaso. He redeemed them and he gave them a place to stay in his attic. Ashku Dara Mikame. So they removed the ladder so that uh, the, no men would like, go up to be with those uh, women. Bahadidda uh, Kakofa. Now, Ravamram lived in the house and he happened to pass by. An area where he could see the second floor. Uh, the, one of them, the Kakopa Kadminayo, one of the women uh, appeared near the doorway upstairs where he could see her from where he was downstairs. Naful Nura Apuma. And her appearance appeared uh, like it's like uh, he, he got a glimpse of her, and she, apparently she was attractive. So um, it, it was like uh, um, you know the uh, let's see there is a Rashi. She stopped by the window that's in the Aliyah. The light like appeared like her face shone. She she she, she appeared in the window and uh, she had a glow to her. She appeared very attractive. And uh, Rev. Amram uh, wanted to, um, I don't know whether he intended to sin or he wanted to meet her, or his, uh, his, uh, uh, he physically was attracted to uh, this uh, captive maiden who was now single, who was upstairs in his attic. So Shaka Revam so Rev. decided to grab the ladder and uh, go talk to her. Or so, but the problem was, this was a very heavy ladder. The Normally, it took it would take ten people to put this ladder back in place. Dole When a person has a Yetzirah to do uh, to do something, they have the strength of ten people. That's a, he pulled. This is I guess You had to be. He couldn't be young. He grabs this ladder. But he's going to get it in place. and then he starts going upstairs. Kimati l'palga dargam. Um, when he reaches halfway up, Ipshach, he, uh, he, he stopped. He basically put his feet and said, wait a second. That's what Rashi says. Ipshach, it's like six lines, seven lines at the bottom. Here, he widened his feet, upisik raglov, and he put his feet down to stay where he's going. This is gaber al Yitzro wait a second here, <laughs> you know, like, you understand, he's pulling and tugging this ladder for 10 people, and he's climbing up the ladder, and all of a sudden, he says, stop, and he realized that uh, he was in the hands of the Yitzhakara Rami Kola, so he lifted up his voice, and he screamed, Nora be Amram, it's a fire in the house of Amram, so all the rabbis came running, and they see him standing there in the middle of the ladder on the way up to the women's section. Rabbi, you embarrassed us. You know that you're, uh, you're climbing up to the women's section. Oh, it's a good, I'd rather that Amram be embarrassed in this world. Basically, by having them come. He made it impossible for him to sin with them, and he knew that, that this would uh, take that out of the way. When uh, they said that the
1: translates, you have how were they ashamed?
0: Or was saying that... I thought they were ashamed of him. For him. Yeah, but, but he was a scholar, and so if even the rabbi... They thought he would, that these women would be safe in the rabbi's house. Right, okay. uh, so, uh, and he said, well, no, I guess they're not safe in the rabbi's house. Then we're, we're all in bad shape. So... Um, at that point, he realized that he had the yetsahara, and so he promised not to sin. And the yetsahara left him like a fire uh, left him. Uh, the, it's like the fire of the yetsahara that it had grabbed him that left him. And he understood that the yetsahara was a fire, and he was flesh. And I won this one, uh, basically. The Yetzirah is really more powerful than us. It's, it's a fire can catch and burn a person, but uh, this one, because he had the courage to yell fire and make himself look like a fool, but he defeated the Yetzirah. Yeah.
1: We're, we're sorry. I, I certainly understand this is a Ganata, but uh, it's here to, for us to learn lessons from. So is, is the takeaway that if we're faced with Yetzirah or something that we feel is pulling us the wrong way, we should take uh, extreme measures to uh, try to get ourselves back onto the path. I mean, if it's, within mm-hmm. our, if, if it's within our control to stop ourselves, but it means going beyond our own person that we should do that.
0: So I understood it like sometimes a person's in a situation where it's embarrassing to get out of. It's you know, a person has to say, well, I, I, you know, I, 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 I don't want to be alone with her. And I say, you, what do you mean? Why are you, ma-, you know, why are you making a, why are you making a scene, or why, uh, you know, you, you're at a certain event and you want to leave, and so it's, it's sometimes a person has to be willing to embarrass themselves, um, uh, to put a stop to the yetsahara. That's 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 how I I took it, kind of the, but it's it's hard to. This was a very pious person, like he made a fool of himself, so to speak. Usually we wouldn't, you know, if that's the only way to do it, uh, but he was willing to do that because he would rather that people, uh, just think that people would imagine that the, the, the rabbi was on the way to do something, uh, you know, improper, you know, and so, but that didn't bother him. He was more bothered by the, he knew that in the end he wouldn't do anything improper if he did that. So even though he'd made himself look foolish, that, that took like a great strength. Uh but I don't know. I don't know that. Um, I'm not sure what the um, uh, it, it's uh, I hear. Yeah. Red Mayor. So
1: the, the, point, the point was he made a public statement. I mean, of course, it's not using this exact example, but he made a public statement. So, you know, there are times people may need to uh, you know, make a public statement to say, you know, uh, let's say you want to apologize to a person <laughs> or you did something wrong or whatever. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. and you
1: uh, stand up and you make you know, a statement.
0: That um, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I that makes sense. Yes. Um, now there's one other thing here. Let's do the last Rashi. Four lines up. Ishve Shiyotsu menu. He swore that you're getting out of here. I don't know exactly how you do that. You make the. I, I, I guess he swore that the, you know. Um, he said you you've got to leave me. You know he made he made the yeitzahora promise to leave. I, I don't know, but that's also part of it. Okay. He used to make fun of the over a Vera. Uh, Sometimes making fun means saying that I would never do something so foolish. And uh, somebody who does that is just like... Uh, and there's a, th- that itself is not good because then a person is, is making it seem like uh, he would never be tempted. And regular people, not tempted, only extremely foolish people would do such things. But then a person doesn't realize... That, uh, that those people didn't really intend to get and uh, have that happen to them. And there are some very uh, good people that got entrapped, you know, that they went sour. Uh, but they were, they were intelligent people. They were good people. And uh, they, uh, so a person, sometimes it just means that a person is humble enough to know that uh, that temptation exists. But Rev. Meir was misloser. He made fun of them. So the Eight Sahara uh, was given permission to teach him a lesson. So the Eight Sahara dre- turned into a beautiful woman, Bahai Gisa on the other side of the river. Lohave Mavra, and guess what? There was no bridge except for a rope bridge. So Noket Mitzvah v'koy Ovar, the Remeir, when he saw this woman who he, uh, he was attracted to from a distance, started crossing the rope bridge by hand. It's kind of hard to imagine, you know, the rabbis use the rope bridge, doing the ropes. So when he reached halfway, uh, Shafke the Yitzhahara, uh pulled out. In other words, usually the closer you get, the Yitzhahora gets stronger and stronger. When a person's about to do a Nevehra, it's very hard to break off in the middle. That's sometimes the, the greatness of Yosef was that... Um, we say, well, why does it mention that he went into sin? How can we say such a terrible thing about Yosef that he went into sin with Asia's Bonifera? But the answer is that it, it tells us that the greatness of it was that even when he was in the middle of it, where the Sahara was extremely strong, he was able to break away. You know, so here, also, here the Sahara left him. So he's sitting there in the middle of the rope bridge hanging and he said, What am I doing here? <laughs> you know. So Amilau he said, Ilab the Kamasbriki is Arbu Ramira to Russo. Up on high they announced "They don't mess with my Rebe Mayor and his Torah, Shabilidome <laughs> Tarti He would have made my blood worth two pennies. Um, I don't know if it means he would have fallen off the bridge or he would have killed his reputation. He would have destroyed his life. Rivikiva had Ms. <laughs> Kiva would make fun. Baresh Dikla. He appeared like a woman on the top of the tree. So what does he do? He starts climbing the cree. Nukla Dikovasal, Vazakimatilapali he got halfway up. Shavke, the Yet left him, Omar Lei, Lavda Masbakia, had I not heard in the sky Zarbi Ravikivich Russia, Shavazama Tarti Meyah, then it would have been there. he would have destroyed him. and these are our greatest, right? Mayor Rivikiva, Plima. Abaraglame Mako, Yom Gira bin Nakada Sutton. He used to say every day, an arrow in your eye, Sutton. I'm not letting you in. Yom HaKad Kippur. It was the day of Erev Yom Kippur. And it's interesting what that has to do with the story. Ke'ina. Um, and the Sutton appeared like a poor person. Asi Kora Abava. Knocks on the door. Rifto. And so he handed him bread. He gave him a donation. Yom A day like today, Erev Yom Kippur, everybody gets a suda. And I got to eat outside. So they said, okay, we'll let you come in. I'll. The lay and they served him food. Uh, they served him food like in the doorway. And so and he said, I got to sit here in the doorway and everybody else is at the table. They said, okay, asa osav ataka. They brought him to the table. He started oozing all kinds of pus and uh, uh, had all kinds of diseases. And he was doing very disgusting things. We have to use our imagination what those disgusting things were, but there are plenty of disgusting things that can be done. So, Omerle, the uh, the people, the host, as we turn the page, scolded him. He said, "Tiv shapir." He said, uh, "Sit down and don't do that." I don't know what it was that he did. He said, "Tiv shapir." Rashi, shave Kahogan, shlo tamasenu. You're going to disgust all our guests. Behave! Omer le Kisei said, "You didn't bring me a cup of wine." Yavulukise they brought him. Achmer shodu uh nokrupo. He like uh, he spit phlegm into the cup of wine. Nokrupo. Um, uh, so they yelled at him. I mean, that's not that's not a proper thing to do to spit into the uh, to blow your nose into somebody's cup. Shakye uh, umais. So when they yelled at him, he grabbed his heart and he fell and he pretended that he died, that they killed him by yelling at him, this uh, poor person. And then the host, Plimi, I uh, heard people saying, gavra, katogavra, Plemi katogavra, that uh, I guess Plimi killed him. Plimi was the one who had yelled at him not to spit into the cup. So Plimi decided that he better run away. Because uh, the Gentiles in those days, if they heard a Jew killed someone, that was it. So Ara Patashsha so he went and he hid in the bathroom. That's a good place to hide. He went and hid in the outhouse. Also Basre, this fellow uh, got up and went after him, and nufukame, and uh, then fell down in the bathroom, and like he thought maybe you know he got up. he said, "Oh, Baruch Hashem, the guy's better," and then the guy falls down in the bathroom like falls down dead mitzer when the Sahara saw um, that uh, Rev Amram was really worried. Now that he killed this guy, he's got this dead body in his bathroom, and uh erev Yom Kippur, and he was all out of sorts. I mean, again, it's very scary to have a dead body in one's house of a stranger, and you know, nobody knows what that'll bring. So, but the Sahara saw that he with uh, uh, Plema was very upset. Golynafshi. He said, surprise, it's me, the Yitzhahara. Omerle, my time, why did you do this to me? El um, lehechi, he said, Omerle, my time, why do you say that you put a, an arrow in the Yetsahara? Don't you know that uh, it's not very, you, you, you haven't defeated the Yitzhahara. You It's your fault, you're asking for trouble. So he said, what should I say? Omerle, Lay Mamar rachmana nigger bei basaten. I should ask, Hashem should help me with the Yitzhahara. Not I shoot the arrow in the yetsahara. That already you're you're starting up with me, and that's why I did this to you. Every time he would say he would say, "God should save me from the yetsahara, from uh, from the yetsahara of, of of immoral behavior." One time, his wife heard that he was doubting to be saved from the yetsahara i don 't get it. his wife said, me now it 's been many years where he has not had been intimate with me. my Tom so why did what Yeatssuhar is he afraid of I mean if he wanted intimacy, he could be with me so Yamakagorsa begins beginza one day he was learning outside in the garden Kashta Nashe, so she dressed up the uh, and she dressed up. Um, uh, totally like a different person, and she walked in front of him. And Omerle, uh, he said, "Manat, who are you?" Omerle, anacharusa, She said, "I'm the uh, the prostitute who just came by." Uh, I don't know if she said it that she's basically she was said she's available. Tava, and uh, he said, "Okay, I'm interested." Omerle, I sing the Ruma, the race should see say. She said, well, I, you got to pay me a pomegranate. Go get me the pomegranate on top of the tree. Sure, he went, he climbed the tree, he got her the pomegranate. And then he was intimate with her. When he came home, tanura. there was a fire in the hearth. He walks into the hearth of the oven and sits down in it, in, uh, in the heat of the oven. So the wife said to him, my, hi. He said, "What are you doing? <laughs> Why would a healthy person step and foot in an oven and commit suicide?" He said, "I admit I was guilty. I, I was with a prostitute." So she said to him, "Anahu, don't worry, it's me. I, I just, <laughs> you know, I, I knew something was up." So lo Eshka, but he didn't listen. Adiyai, she had to prove that she, uh, how she knew the story that it was her so uh, he uh, didn't feel better once he found out it was her because he said but I didn't. I thought to do something forbidden I didn't know it was you so kol yomav his whole life he fasted he didn't stop fasting until he died uh, till the day of his death he, he wanted to do tshuva for what he had done with, uh, which would, turned out to have not even been a sin because it was his wife because he had given to the Yitzhar, the Tanya. How do you know that a person has to do tshuva for that? And we'll stop here. We'd like to go further, but uh, we're running out of time. Have a great day, everybody.